Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the PGP, the Permission Granted Podcast, the show about the show, the show within the show. We always appreciate you dropping on by. You can always subscribe to the PGP by going to your favorite podcast platform and searching Permission Granted. You can get us there, but also you can get us on the normal DA show podcast feed as well. So if you listen to the DA show every single day in podcast form, you can also listen to the PGP in podcast form as well. There is no other form of it, actually. There's only the podcast form, so enjoy it. Subscribe, rate, review. That helps other people find it and discover the show. We might be a day early on doing the PGP or two days early because tomorrow's the big one. Tomorrow is... The episode from Bob's Bar. Now, the last time we were all together was, let's see, March of 2020. If we went back, it was probably, I'm trying to think when my vacation was that year to go to spring training. Probably like Wednesday, March the 13th or something was probably the last time all of us saw one another. I saw you, Merez, last year when I came out to your place during the summer, and then you came to my place in the fall. But I have not seen Bogus in person. I have not seen Bellotti in person since March of 2020. So it's going to be pretty awesome to see everybody together. The only unfortunate thing is that Cap won't be with us because Cap is now stationed in Connecticut <laughs> hanging out with his, his girlfriend, and they're going to be there for the summer. They're, like, hanging out at the beach every single day, so that's where he's working from every single day, which is amazing that he does all the stuff that he does. But... You know, he can do it from anywhere. So it's uh, it's going to be fun to have the four of us together tomorrow, don't you think? Uh, I'm fired up about it. By the way, the date would have been Wednesday, May 11th. Oh. Would have been the last time we were all together. Because even when you returned from studio, I was on paternity leave the first week of shutdown and all of that. So Wednesday, I'm sorry, Wednesday, March 11th, 2020 was the last time any of us sat and did a show together. Or all hung out together, which is unbelievable. A long time. I'm fired up. I do have to say... You know, Kaplan is saying, you know, I don't know how I'd get there from Connecticut. Can we rent a car? I mean, it's not like he's in Boise two hours uh, from Cleveland. It's a bad job by Cap. Let's go. <laughs> he is, you know, our Wizard of Watch DA, and this is going to be one of the most watched clips, I'm sure, in DA show history. He really should 
try to, uh, you know, to fly in, I don't know, across the across the Long Island Sound and then come around the south shore of Long Island by boat or something, make a big yeah, entrance. They do do ferries back and forth from Long Island to Connecticut. I, you know, I got a bone to pick with Cap. Terrible, terrible jump. So we're actually going to live stream the bet being paid off in the afternoon. So we'll record it on our camera and live stream it to both Twitch and WatchDA.com as we normally do the show. And then also post it on all types of our social media channels. So there's no way you can miss it, which is going to be good. But early in the morning, we'll be doing the show live from Bob's Bar. And you did a test run the other day. Bob's Bar is an outdoor bar in your parents' lawn where you guys watch a lot of games. And you have hooked up the equipment there and, and did the show the other day. How's the seating? I mean, are you, are you and I just going to be like side by side, by side looking to the camera together like we're uh, like an SNL skit? Well, it's I, um, I was hoping to give us one seat apart, but really it just depends on the length of our headphone splitter slash mic splitter that is going to go into our machine because the closer or tighter length that's going to be, the closer we're going to have to sit. I was hoping and I thought I got it long enough that we could space out at least a little bit with maybe two separate cameras on us, but... That's to be determined. I feel like the area I sat where you said it was basically breakfast at the Masters with the above-ground pool behind me, I feel like that's the perfect side of the bar to be sitting based on lighting and such. So, yeah, I think everything's going to work. The only problems I ran into were they were building a porch at the end of the show yesterday at the house next door. So there's a lot of hammering and stuff. I've been assured that won't be going on Thursday. And our next-door neighbor, Arlene, I I ran into yesterday afternoon, wanted to know if there was a big fight in the backyard yesterday morning. She heard a lot of screaming and yelling. I had to assure sure her to be prepared for more on thursday she was unaware a radio show was going on in the backyard so this has all the makings of one of the most classic da shows ever because we're doing it from your yard you're going to be dressed up as a patriot as a colonialist the entire morning your mom is going to be watching us from four feet away and there's going to be bag pipes that come by in the morning is that right uh, yes, sometime in the 8 a.m. hour, I've been assured full kilt on bagpipes will be rolling through as we usher in summer and pay off a bet on the DA show. Your dad's going to be whipping up breakfast, so I don't know what that's going to include, but I'm excited about Bob doing breakfast for us tomorrow, even if he's only on one leg because he had the meniscus tear. You know him. He loves to entertain and serve. He'll be going, as we said. We, you know, What the pandemic really survived with Bob's Bar on was the brunch. So we'll see. We'll get a little breakfast foods going, have a little food served, and uh, you know, see if we have any patrons drinking while they watch the show. should be interesting around that time. That's true. Kegs and eggs tomorrow morning with the DA show from Bob's Bar? I think so. I think what's going to happen is you're going to have a very soft start for us from 6 to 7 where we kind of feel at peace. It might just be all of us out there. And then basically the last three hours of the show, anything is going to go when that gate opens up. There's a cast of thousands in the Babylon area where you've grown up and now you live. And I got to imagine if any of the characters from your past want to pop by and taunt you or you know, see the show or just take a take a look. They can come by and maybe they'll even get on the air. I mean, you have Upside Down Mike that lives a couple of doors down from you. Obviously, you have your your family that all lives in the same block. You have very crazy neighbors. You also have Justin Stroker, who was a uh, made a cameo on the DA show because he was the guy that won most likely to host a talk show back in high school over you. We have Sean Farish, who is your evil doppelganger. From last year. It should be noted. I don't actually know that guy, but yeah, <laughs> I do know he's in the area. So there's, there's a lot that could happen. I mean, who knows? Who knows who could stop by tomorrow? You never know. 
you never know is right. And I did, in fact, reach out uh, to West Babylon High School. And I have uh, been assured, or not assured, they are looking into the schedule of several teachers that still reside over at West Babylon High School that might be able to help us with coming through uh, from when I was in school and maybe give a little background on my education. So this just has all the makings. Tomorrow morning, breakfast at the Masters, It's and then it's dodgeball night in Babylon where we have a pregame show and then me throwing dodgeballs at you and dumping clam chatter on your head, and then we're going to have some dinner do you have any sense whether your dad would prefer if we picked up some groceries and, and made dinner at the place or if we got takeout from somewhere else? None at the moment, but that is something I am sure as soon as we are off the air with all the podcasts today, I will uh, I will determine with him and we'll have a better idea of it, I would say, around the next three hours. Because my only thing is that, yeah, we, you know, me, you, Bogues, and Bilotti can order out and, you know, go get whatever, but... I got a feeling that there's going to be a lot of people eating at Bob's Bar around that time. I've seen happy hour in the summer at Bob's Bar, and it's going to be nice weather. There's always, you know, there's always just people that are straggling. There's always people that are coming in like, you know, uh, stray cats. There's always people that are peering over the fences and want to come in for a beer. So if they see us all eating, they're going to want a piece of it. And, you know. How many people there could be? Who knows? I totally agree. Last Thursday, DA, happy hour was cranking at Bob's Bar, too. The Yankees had an afternoon game. I looked up, and as I said, at one point, I couldn't even get a seat. I said, where did all these people come from? It was my basically my first day living back at my parents' house off of all my home construction. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know what, what's going to come tomorrow. There's also a noon Mets game locally, which is a big deal at Bob's Bar. So that might be – I don't know. I, there could be quite the scene. You're right. We might have to just be flipping burgers and dogs like it's like it's City Field. We'll see. When you say I couldn't get a seat, there were so many people, how many people are you talking about? I would say yesterday – I mean, last Thursday, I think I counted at one point, there were at least 19 people for like 12 bar stools. And how many of these people do you know? Uh, I – I knew all 19, but I definitely, three of them I definitely knew from coming to the bar. Like, I didn't know previously to the bar opening. Does anybody ever just come over and knock on your parents' door and be like, can you open up the bar outside? No, because my dad has the rule where, and again, we definitely made friends of friends, you know what I mean? Like, people that got introduced to the bar, the, the rule is pretty simple. If you see the lights on, like he has all the lights that string around the bar, the bar is on. Is open. So if you walk past and you see those lights on, that means somebody's back there. You're more than welcome to open the gate and see what's cooking. But what happens if it's a daytime situation? Mm, That's a good question. I think just the assumption is if you're a sports fan, you know the schedule, you know the calendar. Uh, If there's some day sports going on, you could probably usually also hear sound when you walk past the fence where the music's going, whether the TV's going with a ball game on. So that would be your basic code. If you hear silence and no lights during the day, I wouldn't walk back. But you're but like a day like today where Brian Kenny comes on to promote the stat cast of White Sox Cardinals at two o'clock on MLB Network. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that game's technically going on, but I can't bank on Bob's bar being open carrying that game, can I? No, but if you walk past the cause remember they live at this is the thing, they live on a corner. So it's very easy to, to graze past the side of the house. All you have to do is is open up your ears, you listen. If you hear if you hear Brian Kenny from the bar, somebody's back there watching the game. If you hear music, somebody's back there hanging out and have a good time. If you hear nothing and no lights are on, and by the way, the lights still go on during the day. I should be noted as I'm 
figuring this out loud. You could still see the lights during the day because that powers up everything with the TV and all of that. You will know the bar is open. Do you, are you scared at all about getting hit by dodgeballs tomorrow? It is amazing because this bet has basically changed, not changed, but but this day has changed into so much where, you know, I'm kind of stressed about making sure we're, we're on the air correctly, all the connections are right, uh, you know, everything that's going into tomorrow, making sure it all goes smoothly, that I almost feel like it's taken away the stress of how hard I could get welted with a dodgeball, and who, is it just you throwing the dodgeballs? I don't know if you had anything else up your sleeve. What really scares me more than anything is actually the clam chowder. Because I don't know how thick this wig is I have. And I don't, like, how hot is it going to be? Is there potential with my bald head as it is to get really sizzled? I'll deal with the pain of getting plunked with a dodgeball. I get that. It's the, it's the heat from the clam chowder that's a little worrisome to me. Well, <clears throat> we've got the dumping of the clam chowder, the hitting of the dodgeballs. Which do we do first? I mean, do you get clam chowder dumped on you and then we hit you with the dodgeballs or vice versa i assumed now this is your show we never we never did make a exact line of when this has to be done my assumption was the clam chowder was the finale as if i had already been humiliated with getting whacked with the dodgeballs left and right that eventually uh we would finish with how many times i've gotten pegged and then you finish it off by topping me off with a little clam chowder because now if i'm picking pieces of process clam out of progresso out of my eye as you're throwing dodgeballs i mean it could just be chaotic it's got all the makings and then tomorrow you're gonna have to take off the colonial outfit and and i guess then get washed up before you hit happy hour for bob's bar because you you're gonna do that at your parents house yeah uh, right now i'm basically showering at my parents house or my sister's house so I'll, I'll run right upstairs i'll have my clothes or whatever clothes i'm throwing on ready to go but yeah i can't sit there and have basically a sausage and peppers and a and a miller light and be sit stinking like dirty clam and and dressed like i'm, I'm paul revere no that definitely a shower is gonna have to happen is there some scuttlebutt some buzz around the neighborhood that this is all going to be taking place and that you should come by and at least see part of it if Scuttlebutt is a man named Jerry texting me, hey, show's still on for tomorrow, then yes, there's some Scuttlebutt. <laughs> no. who's, who's a man named Jerry? Jerry, Jerry Sewell is his name. He, uh, he grew up, I mean, he didn't grow up. His son I'm friends with to this day, but he lived a couple blocks away. He's become in his retirement. I mean, basically lives at Bob's Bar. He sits there, eats peanuts all day long, and drinks beer like it's the Twisted Shamrock. And what he uh, what he also brings to the table is he coached me in both Little League and deck hockey growing up. So he's more than willing to see me get embarrassed on the air and listens to the show frequently. Oh, my goodness. So we're going to have we're going to have some cameos tomorrow, which I'm very excited about. And I wonder what type of upside down mic we're going to get, because if the if the Islanders clinch tonight, he's going to be off the wall excitable. But if they lose, are we going to get like an angry, rambunctious, defiant upside down, Mike? What do you think? Well, I think regardless, you're going to get some excitement because remember, that would be the owners are not eliminated with a loss tonight. They would be going to a game seven. Might be some nervousness, but I think upside down, Mike, really breathes positivity. Back to the island. Let's go. So I think either way, you win, you advance, you're fired up. You lose, I think by the time you see him, the tide has turned where it's just, we're going to kick their ass in Game 7 mode. I think you get a very excitable upside-down Mike and not a depressed one. Even if they lose? 
even if they lose. Even if they lose. Because remember, he has pointed out, I will be there in the afternoon and I will not be there in the morning. I think once you've had time to sleep it off, go through whatever he's got to go through with work early in the day, I think his, his total mode will have changed. and He's looking ahead to a Game 7 with excitement. I could bring this up on tomorrow morning's show, but I think I'll just bring it up now because it, it ties into tomorrow morning already. That today, the fail was... Oh. Your... <laughs> Oh, no. When you were a kid, you said that your mom would say, I'm going to get to DEFCON 5 if you guys, if you kids don't shut up. And we didn't know whether that was correct or incorrect, but you had always assumed it was correct because she was from a military family. Dad, granddad had had been in the military, uh, many nephews and uncles on that side of the family also in the military as well. But we looked it up, and, and we had found that she was very wrong. The DEFCON 1 was the most severe. The DEFCON 5 was the least severe. So it actually goes in reverse order. But and so she, we made her the fail. You found out that you were actually technically incorrect on this. Yeah, so I guess I owe a public apology right now. I made my mother out to be an idiot with her military background, a complete idiot. And it turns out I, as usual, was the idiot. Both of my sisters, who would love nothing more than to bury my mother and make her out to be wrong, uh, both <laughs> texted me saying, i got to be honest, she always said DEFCON 1. And the reason she always said DEFCON 1 was she would have the house a mess. My dad would be coming home from you know the deli on a weekend, just wanted the house in order, You know, if people were going to be coming over or anything like that. And she would be yelling at us, it's DEFCON 1, it's time to clean up the whole house. And I always <laughs> thought it was DEFCON 5. So my mother had the right rankings left of the nuclear war that could happen if the house was destroyed by <laughs> us with my dad coming home. It was me that was wrong. But you're saying that if they could bury your mom, they would. So they're not out just to defend no. your mom. Oh, no. Were you kidding me? My sisters can't wait to pick fights. My, they love her. <laughs> but, I mean, jeez, anything they could fight over, they fight over. You could be sitting there having a great filet mignon dinner at the back of Bob's bar, and it's just I don't even know what the wrong comment could be in there yelling at each other. So it's you know, your typical American household. <laughs> Are your sisters going to be at the, uh, the event tomorrow? Uh, my sister, Sarah, I believe will be at the, the dodgeball throwing. She has to work at a bank early in the morning. My sister, Sam, who I'm currently living with has taken off. She uh, and some of her friends have a big weekend in Fire Island with a Fire Island house book. Oh. So she wanted to get some things in order, but she will be there. And uh, I've been alerted. She will also take part in the cooking of the breakfast tomorrow morning oh, to make sure excellent. we're all taken care of. Okay. Excellent. So Yankee Doodle and Eli will be in, in, in tow as well. My daughter will be there. It'll be a whole circus tomorrow morning it is here we're paying off the bet in grand fashion watch it all the morning show and then the bet at watchda.com and on twitch at cbs sports radio i'm thrilled i can't wait and we might be chasing trying to find a dodgeball all around long island because we only had eight <laughs> months to plan this and we left it to the last second we could have ordered a dodgeball at least seven months ago when we knew that the bet was on, and we just waited until this week. Yeah, well, it, it also took me to yesterday when I actually just tested the internet to realize, oh, wait, how are we going to get two microphones to do headphones going? So to say we were unorganized, <laughs> this would be an understatement. And to be honest, on Monday, we still didn't even know what we were doing. The show at Bob's Board became <laughs> Preparation is not our strong suit. But it's all working out. It is. All right, man. Well, I'll see you tomorrow morning. Enjoy the trip to Long Island. How to do to do 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 do
folks. How are you? It's Mraz, host of Side A. Uh, I'm sorry, Side B of the PGP. I can't get ahead of myself. The executive producer of the DA Show, Andrew, what's cooking? Sean, one day, one day soon maybe, you'll be the host of Side A. When DA leaves and Connor turns the job down, then they'll come to you. So just keep, you know, biding your time here, do a good job on Side B, and then maybe you'll be the second choice to be the new host of Side A. Maybe. Maybe if I play my cards right. Now, Bogish, we are taping this on Wednesday, May the 26th year. I'll be at 2021. So you might be listening to this, PGP, and already have heard the bet payoff on Thursday or Friday or wherever. But we are going into it, a little pregame show, if you will. So Bogish, the long-awaited me, dressed like a complete idiot in my revolutionary war costume or whatever the heck I'm wearing, clam chowder, dodgeballs, fun to be had for all. What part are you looking forward to the most? Um, to to see people, I think is really the, the <laughs> easy answer here. I just wish, um, I, I wish I could be there all day long. I mean, you guys are going to be together, um, at from six a.m. onward, and then you have a super long day. I mean, you have three meals together. One or two might be cooked by your dad. There's going to be friends and family and bagpipers. So, but I'm going to only be a listener because, um. As I think I've mentioned more than once, my day extends past our show. Pete's day extends past our show. So and so I can't be there still working for Bill Ryder and WFAN and WCBS 880 New York. I can't be doing those reports with a bagpiper and morning beer pong behind me. So I got to stay home in the morning. That's the only bad thing here. So I, I feel like I might miss like the show being on a remote in a, a live studio audience of your family and friends might be the highlight of the day, and I'm not going to be there for that part. Yeah, I don't know. I still think the highlight of the day is going to be me getting pelted, and I do have to, as I'm much as all the, nice. the pompin is it the pompin circumstance? It is, P-O-M-P, and circumstance. There you go. So the pomp and circumstance of everything is going to be, I think, tremendous and a lot of fun. And in really, you just don't know who's going to walk through the gate. You know, what doing a show in front of an audience is going to be like, even if it's a very limited audience of people that I see every single day anyway. It's just, uh, it's different. It's a different kind of vibe. But, you know, ultimately to finally pay off something that was laughed about and talked about, you know, when you think about when this bet was first announced and I told you the Patriots going to stick, this is pre-football season. And to see where we've come it is unbelievable to see it kind of get paid off. And, and DA show bet payoffs always kind of have a great history to them, right? I mean, the pink speedo in Central Park, which led to the Aaron Rodgers get away from me, buddy. Uh, the SAT <laughs> taking. How about Super Dave Friedman using DA show drops leads to basically a March Madness craze. I mean, bets have I mean, the Easter Bunny with the salsa. I mean, bet payoffs in the DA show are historical benchmarks. So this has a chance to be a historical benchmark. One thing, though, I think DA might have forgotten about with the original bet and maybe, you know, pandemic and, and everything that's come into it and who you could actually gather. The original bet said DA can have whoever he wants. It doesn't have to be him right. to help me with dodgeballs. And I get the sense, although he hasn't said it, I don't think he really has a trick up his sleeve. It might really just be him, which I think becomes a win for me. Yeah, I did. Um, I sent. I put some feelers out. Um, I I I know at least one former NFL quarterback, um, but I could not get anyone to commit to randomly showing up in West Babylon on a Thursday afternoon, <laughs> heading into Memorial Day weekend to hit you with dodge or kickball. So um, I tried to make this as embarrassing and as painful as possible, but it didn't happen. 
Okay, that's a that's a win for me. So would you would you see that's the thing? Who would throw a harder dodgeball? You or DA? Like, would it even be worth uh, for DA to hand you over a ball? No, I don't think so because I I think the, I think what saves you here is it's a dodgeball. I mean, you can it's it's not going to hurt for that long, no matter what, because it's you made can dodge to a wrench, hurt. you can dodge a ball, bogus. Well, right. So you got you got that quickness on on one hand, but like it's a dodgeball. It just it doesn't hurt that much unless you're going to get one like right between the eyes. Then that might sting a little bit. But like you get hit by one in the in the midsection, you're going to be fine. Um, even if even if I had gotten Boomer Esiason to show up and do this, because he would have done. If this was happening near our studio, we would have made sure it was Boomer pegging these things at you. But even Boomer throwing his best Boomer, it's still a dodgeball. So I just don't I don't know how impactful it was gonna, actually going to be for you. Um, but I, I don't think I could throw harder than DA. I think he probably, neither one of us is Boomer, but he's probably got a few extra miles per hour on his gun than me. So I do have, this is the next best thing I could probably produce outside of Boomer. West Babylon High School's varsity quarterback last year, which would have been 2019, actually lives on the block of Bob's Bar where I'm broadcasting from and now is a baseball player at the University of Tampa with quite the gun. I could produce that, perhaps, if we're looking for a little Oof. more pep in the arsenal. I mean, that would definitely be an up an uptick from me and or and or DA. What have I done a West Babylon football game? Do I know this kid? What's his Jack name? Jack Ranking Rankin is his name. Now West Babylon wasn't very good no, when he was there, know. but you know Jack grew up to be quite the athlete. And again, University of Tampa is now home for the summer. Saw him putzing around playing basketball on the street yesterday. That's the best I could do. I can't get Boomer here, but. Not that I'm looking to get hurt more, because I just think Jack imagine, would definitely hurt me more than DA. Uh, imagine if the fallout from this event was blowing out the elbow of a college player, throwing a dodgeball at you as clam shatter dribbled down your <laughs> University of Tampa baseball takes a hit as radio bit goes awry and star shortstop is lost for the year. I hey, look, he, he could be a bench. I don't. I'm not going to pretend to know how what Jack is sitting on the roster at Tampa at. I don't know that he's the star shortstop, but point point taken. <laughs> <laughs> and and Tampa season, by the way, must be o- over for him to be home while these other schools are still playing. So they must not be that good anyway. But that, <laughs> that would be that would be funny. Are you excited to see Pete? I'm excited to see everybody. And I, but I just, I here's me being mean again. I, I would, I'd be more excited if I got to see Pete engineering a live remote because oh. I like, I like Pete in a frenzy. Even though Pete doesn't like being in a frenzy, but Pete, that's entertaining to me. But that's not going to happen tomorrow. So it's going to be good to see Pete personally, but I would have liked to see Pete in a, <laughs> in the sun, sweating, angry because, you know, Sean Forash is not talking to his microphone or he can't pot up upside down Mike in the band. Like, that's what I would really need to see tomorrow. <laughs> okay, are we concerned about a potential popping of said dodgeball by either Yankee Doodle or Eli when they see balls flying in the backyard? Can they do that? Can a dog pop a dodgeball? I don't know, but these two have acted like complete buffoons for about a week and a half now since they've been united basically in the same house. So they they chase everything in the backyard. It could be pure chaos. I think we're underscoring the amount of chaos dogs could be bringing to this event. So can we put them somewhere? Is there a little fence they can go behind or go inside for this? If you really think they're going to be a problem? I think I think kind of like the Bobcat North Carolina. We should let this thing lurk and play out. <laughs> See what happens. That would be right. Just no one throw either one of the dogs. Three feet or 30. Whatever the guy threw it at, no one throw a dog. 
Uh, we also just discussed this on side A. I was so wrong in accusing my mom of not knowing the right DEFCONs. It turns out she she went with <laughs> DEFCON 1. What is more surprising, that I botched that or that my mother actually had it right? I mean, I don't know. I, I Probably, it's just, it's all perfect. Like, of course... You thought she said it wrong and then told us that she comes from a military family, so we were laughing at that. And then we find out that you goofed again, and she's been saying it right the entire time because she's from a military family, and she knows exactly what they all are. I mean, I, there's no, there's, everyone's a winner here is the bottom line because, again, you guys don't disappoint ever. <laughs> that's, that's a good point. That's a very, very fair point. Now, I know, Bogus, that you are very big. Your family has a very weird food tradition that maybe I'm only aware of. You guys love donuts. You absolutely love donuts. You're going to be coming to this neck of woods. Is there any donut places you have on the map if you're coming out to Suffolk County? You know, we, we do have donuts. Uh, we do love donuts. And we do – we have made – the last time I saw you, not as the Easter Bunny, was we made a trip uh, to your general area to get to a, a, play, a great uh, donut spot. Uh, but no, oh, more than I, my general I, area. You went to my current town of my actual home. That's getting right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Um, I had a West Babylon on my head for a second. I was like, but Bayshore is not there. Um, but yeah, we were right by your house because uh, it's North Fork Donut, right? I mean, that place is yeah. amazing. No folk. Um But uh, I'm gonna, I am gonna bring something. I would never show up empty-handed. But I'm not gonna have donuts, nor am I gonna pick up anything while while I'm out there to bring back to the family. I don't think. I figured you can't turn around and go empty-handed without some donuts back to the house or something. I mean, jeez. Well, Hate the great yeah, waiting there, see, the kids, baseball, the oranges, the whole deal. I mean, again, I don't. I've, I guess I'll do some research between now and tomorrow to see what I could pick up while I'm uh, by West Badlands. It would be smart to make good on the trip out there. But my concern was coming correctly supplied. I remembered um, just a minute ago or two because I heard them bouncing it upstairs – we have dodgeballs in the house because my kids are still are in virtual school, and they actually sent home like a pseudo gym bag of things for Is that right? again virtual gym class, um, and they each have a dodgeball. So I'm going to bring those as backups, and then I thought I should contribute something to the eating and the drinking. But I but do I bring myself something home? That's a whole other thing I really hadn't crossed my mind yet. Okay, so we have to wrap this up, but I do have to ask you this. How does one play virtual dodgeball? Are they pegging the computer screen? What are no, they, what do no, they no. Thankfully, there's, there's no one's it's – not, it's not dodgeball virtually. It is dribble the ball. So, like, I hear my kids oh. Monday mornings from 9 to 9.30 are the low point of my week because they are both upstairs – jumping up and down they've got like jump ropes they've got bean bags that they pretend juggle with they've got little cones that they do things around i guess or they just dance plus bouncing of the dodgeballs because it's not a basketball so it's okay to i guess bounce in the house um, oh. and it's just like an attack of noise and thumping and crunching above me it drives me nuts i cannot wait for it to be over that sounds miserable yeah it's not fun it's not fun it's the only bad thing that our school system has done around here. They've done a tremendous job in this school year with all the craziness, but decided that the kids needed to do exercise in the house as well, and especially all winter. At least now we can, like, push them outside if I want to, but in the winter when they have to be inside, there was no escaping it, and it happens two times a week for each of them, so four different half-hour sessions of just an assault of noise. It's not good. Well, we'll see if my face ends up feeling a lot like Bogus's bedroom floors do off of those dodgeballs. (laughs) 
being hit. All the chaos starts on your Odyssey app on Sirius XM 206. And, of course, on all of our great affiliates, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern. Welcome to summer, a DA show live from Bob's Bar, and then a DA show afternoon live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio, watchda.com, where the bet payoff finally happens. And, oh, if that wasn't enough, at some point in the days that follow, I'll have to get my face with a pig snout and some chocolate pudding and bacon. So the fun just keeps rolling along here, Bogus, on the PGP and the DA show as we enter the wonderful summer. Bogus, you can follow you on Twitter. At Andrew Bogish. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at MarazCBS. Have a great day. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.